Hey, welcome to First Take. I'm Brian Custer. I'm in for Molly. And look, we got the full crew here. Hey, so trained. Look at Terry. Nice. Stop. We just started. We not. We got not put us together. And let me tell you something. Somebody got the Christmas suit on today. Bishop looking nice. The bishop came in hot today. The tie was made from Ruffles still Davian Woody with us as well. Everybody looks great. Y'all ready to dive into this? Wonder what we're going to talk about. Well, let's talk about Russ because Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos have certainly made the decision, a shocking one, to bench Russell Wilson for the final two games of the season and give the starting job to his backup, Jared Stidham. And our Adam Schefter reporting the team likely to release Wilson in the offseason. Here is Sean Payton on why the move was made. I understand all the, the speculation and everything that surrounds a move like that. Um, and I could tell you, look, we're, we're desperately trying to win. And um, sure, in our, in our game today, there are economics and all those other things, but the number one push behind this, and, and it's a decision I'm making, is to you know, get a spark offensively. Okay, I want you guys to take a look at something because they're saying football decision, but obviously it comes down to the money because Russell Wilson has $37 million, uh, in 2025. That's guaranteed for injury only, and it becomes fully guaranteed on the fifth day of the 2024 league in March. So a big part of the venture revolves around the Broncos limiting that amount of risk having to pay him that 37 if he get injured these last two games of the season. Russ, by the way, took to social media last night, had this to say, uh, quote, God's got me looking forward to what's next. You know, the, the interesting thing here, Denver basically will be looking at $85 million in dead money on their cap next year if they're going to release Russell Wilson. Kmart. When all of this goes down, do you think Russell Wilson, this trade, will it go down as one of the worst in NFL history? Yes, the I worst. Do. I do. And the reason is because at least with the Herschel Walker trade, at least they made it to the playoffs and were walkers for a season. Like the Broncos have literally nothing to show for this trade with, for Russell Wilson. I mean, this is a team last year with Nathaniel Hackett. Terrible. This year with, with um, Sean Payton. His numbers are decent, but you are not paying Russell Wilson this much money to be decent. And I think, like, Brian, you even said it, $85 million head cap. Like, that is, that is awful. And when you think about how this is a franchise, and really when I look at the Broncos, this is a franchise that, you know, even with Elway as their GM, could not get the QB situation right. They have tried, searched high and low for the next guy. And Russell seemed like he could be that guy. But even when this trade happened, you weren't sure. You were like, okay, let's see if Russ can make it happen here. So really, the Broncos have nothing to show for it, except we are now just paying a guy $39 million next year, and he's not even going to be on our team. Now, you can obviously spread that out, depending on the date there in June. Spread that Spread, that spread it out. One lump, it's still, you, that's a lot of money. Is no, it Walmart worse? money. Is it the worst? It's one of the worst, but I don't think it's the worst. I still think the Herschel Walker trade is the, is the worst. Because Why? The Her, because the Herschel Walker trade literally led to a dynasty by the Dallas Cowboys. Think about it. You know, if you look, if you think about that trade, remember, you know, for, for people out there, 
originally Jimmy Johnson tried to trade away Michael Irvin to the to the Raiders to the then Oakland Raiders at the time. Al Davis talked him out of it. So his the next the next person he thought, okay, we need we need we need play we need picks and players. Who's the who's the one chip that we have? Was Herschel Walker? MVP. So so dealing away Herschel Walker. Not only got all those picks, but then Jimmy Johnson flipped picks for even more picks yep. to really build out their whole team and turn the Dallas Cowboys to the dynasty that we now know back in the 90s. Now, listen, I know everyone talks about, as it relates to Russell Wilson, you know, the fact that the Denver Broncos didn't reach the postseason. Sean Payton, Denver Broncos right now are clear. Are, Clearly in the playoff hunt. Yes. They haven't been eliminated. Right. This is Sean Payton punting, almost seemingly punting on trying to get to the postseason for financial, for financial reasons. We all know what Russell Wilson is owed, but the Denver Broncos have an opportunity <clears throat> with Russell Wilson to try to make the playoffs. The big thing here, in my opinion, we talk about the, cap, the, the compensation, all the, you know, all the picks and stuff that was given up. I think for me, the fact that we don't know what the Seattle Seahawks are going to be, even with all the, all the players that they've gotten from this Russell Wilson trade. Now, if they go out there and they win Super Bowls or whatever, then I think it'll solidify it for me. But unless, until we know what, what's going to happen in this, the Seattle aspect, for me, I'm still going to go with the Herschel Walker trade. Well, the, the one thing you, you do see is Seattle making the playoffs, though. Twice. It, it, twice yes. since he's been gone. Geno Smith. Geno had a – Look, 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 look at those this? players. Weatherspoon. Certified baller, right? You look at Mafe. Like they, they, they had like, the fundamental. They were able to reboot their roster and, and re-scope their team yeah. and be able to, to, to be able to live with Geno Smith because of the Russell Wilson pick. Yeah. Not to talk about Noah Fant, the players that they already got that was mm-hmm. proven. It's hard sometimes because I feel like we're judging the result because we already know the end of the story when you talk about the triplets and what that led mm-hmm. to the three Super Bowls. Um, but you know, to me, this has to go down as one of the worst, right? And this is this is. Um, Sean Payton really just kind of burning the house down, right? And you can't tell me that he didn't go in there. We heard Antonio Pierce talk about the beautiful uh, PowerPoint presentation that you go in when you're trying to get the job. You can't tell me that he didn't have one that featured Russell Wilson. And the fact that he's given up on the project already means that he already had his mind made up mm-hmm. before he went in there, right? So that's why you see him trying to be, you know, creative and think of a, of a reason why. That's why he paused and stuttered so many damn times, like Joe, right? When you think about what he's trying to do, like, you, you, like, like he's trying to make it up. Like, listen, make it make sense, right? And, and we have yeah. to start talking about this narrative that we talk about about how coaches are guaranteed, but then how they can dump salary and get mm-hmm. rid of guys in their contracts when they committed to them, right? He doesn't care because he's going to get paid his money regardless. Sean Payton money is guaranteed. He came and he finding people to blame. If anybody blame blame Vance Joseph because they lost three or four games early in the season because the defense sucked. One that we knew that was good the year before yes. because they were top five. And he came and ruined it. Gave up a seventy burger. I thought I didn't know if I was watching the beginning of the NCAA tournament when I saw that score. I thought I thought I missed red. What the hell? The Right. So let's blame that on him. Right. And the fact that, you know, we knew that when coaches come in, he's going to have a honeymoon phase. And that's what Sean Payton's in, where he had more power. You see him getting rid of um, Randy Gregory, dumping all the salary they have. They're going to be bad for a couple years. They're going to try and rebuild it. But at the end of the day, once you start pointing the finger at everybody else, you get rid of everybody. At some point, you have to point the finger at yourself because now you're going to be held accountable from this point going forward. And we'll see if he has that Joe Gibbs, if he has that Pete Curl, if he has that. Um, um, 
I forget, uh, Dick, Dick Vermeil. Vermeil. Yeah. Dick Vermeil. Mm -hmm. when, let's see if Sean Payton can have a second act because we rarely see it be successful because they're going to be searching the hardest thing to find out of all the sports, and that is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. And to your point, they haven't found it, whether it was Paxton Lynch, whether mm -hmm. it was Tim Tebow. They have had hard time in being able mm -hmm. to develop a quarterback. We're in a, right, and we're, we're in it, but they bought Payton. Yes. Right? Yes. So we're talking about a, an environment where you don't have patience, and you're in a division with arguably one of the best quarterbacks of a generation, mm -hmm. and you have another generational quarterback in, in Justin Herbert. So we'll see. Right now, you laugh right here, Sean Payton, because you're getting rid of everybody, but the same thing, make you laugh, make you cry, because you may be on deck. I, I'm kind of surprised that you, even you didn't bring up Cleveland. How about the Deshaun Watson? Because Cleveland gave up three first-round picks. He's he, barely even played. Thing, he's always it, injured. They gave him a guaranteed $230 million. And on top of that, you got a 38-year-old Joe Flacco. But he's going to be the quarterback next year. I think to, here's why – Here's why the Herschel Walker trade isn't that bad. Because, isn't as bad as this. Because Sean Payton is already punting on this season, and they have a chance to make the playoffs. That's how you know this is a colossal failure. Because it's not about winning. It's not about we need a spark. Because they, they've been playing well enough to yeah. have a chance at this point. Yep. We'll, we have time to talk about Deshaun. Like, we got three more years left on that deal. Like, we, there's still time to see I mean, how that ends. I mean, and the fact that, you know, they're still winning, we, we get the punt the same way you get the right the narrative when you win. Because right now we could be talking about the Trey Lance trade and what that was all about. But because they found Brock Purdy, yeah. we don't bring that up. Well, here's, here's the interesting thing. Russell Wilson right now, 26 touchdown passes, six most in the league. It seems like it was bad fit as opposed to bad football, especially. Man, uh, range marriages never work. Let's go 90-day fiancé. <laughs> So if you've kept track of our picks over the years here on this fine program called First Take, you would know that my record is much better than Stephen A's. So happy New Year, everybody. My New Year's resolution is to no longer bet Stephen A because when I win the bet, he never lives up to it and delivers the goods. So that is my, why is he on camera? This is my moment. That is my resolution. Happy New Year. Wishing you all the best. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Speaking of those Cowboys, boy, they'll be looking to put an end to their first losing streak of the season. They welcome the NFC North champion Detroit Lions to Jerry's world. Cowboys unbeaten at home, need to win to keep pace for the division title. Here's Dak Prescott on elevating his play. 
even on good plays, there's things that, that I feel like I could do better. And uh, that, that's kind of who I've always been. I know numbers and I know things kind of say I'm playing playing well and, and that. But uh, wins and to me, a quarterback's judged off of wins and losses. So if it's a loss, uh, I could have done more one way or another. Um, trying to make a play here or there, uh, getting out of trouble here or there, whatever it may be. Um, and I'm going to continue to critique my game that way. Okay, so that's uh, Dak. Bart, uh, which quarterback would you prefer? Playoff run. You want Dak, you want Jared Goff? I mean, I got to keep it real. I got to go with Dak. Um, simply because when the structure breaks down, Dak has an element of his game that Jared Goff doesn't have. And he's starting to implement it a lot more when you talk about him using his legs. You know, and I think that's going to be key and vital. When the, when the play breaks down, you see it with Lamar Jackson as well, buying time to throw, but also being able to pick up those pivotal first downs. You know, if Dak decides to be the runner that he's been in the last couple of weeks, then it's certain coverages that you just can't play against him. You can't have a four-man rush and playing man-to-man coverage and turn your back against an athletic quarterback because they'll be able to pick it up. So I got to go with Dak Prescott right now. And championship medal was made out of pain. Nobody's had more pain and disappointment than the um, – than the Dallas Cowboys, and right now you talk about a young group and the Lions going out there, they don't know what they don't know, and they'll yeah. find out what playoff football is all about. A lot different from regular season. That's what, very what about big you? of you, you know, not choosing with your heart. It, it's funny you said they don't know what they don't know. Jerry Goff knows how to get to a Super Bowl. That's one person. That's, that's all right, but that's, that's okay. But, we're, but the topic is talking about the quarterback position. Mm. I'm going with a guy who's been, who's been there, who's been there. Yes, they lost to the New England Patriots. Lost to the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, but this mm-hmm. is a guy. I don't know why you're looking at me sideways. Did, but, didn't that get him traded? Huh? That's okay. Did he get, to, get him traded? Did he get to the Super Bowl? He did. Okay. But, and, did he get has Dax, has Did he Dax, win it? Has Dak sniffed the Stop Super Bowl? With your heart. Has Dak, <laughs> has Dak sniffed the Super Bowl? No. And listen, I want to say this. Yes, Bart, you do have a, you have a point about how Dak Prescott has been using his legs, you know, to, to the betterment that's really helped him as far as how he's been playing this year. One thing I say about Jerry, I think Jerry Goff is in, in is, is in a perfect place. He's mm-hmm. in a perfect. He's in a perfect spot in Detroit. Cast up, normal former number one pick, cast off, get basically thrown in the trade. Got the chip on the he got thrown in trip. This is exa- that's exactly where I'm got. That's exactly where I'm going. Guy who clearly has a chip on his shoulder. The way this offensive system is built around Jerry Goff is perfect because they want to first and foremost bludgeon you and do what Jerry Goff does best. As good as any quarterback in the National Football League, throwing on play action. Okay, to me, that's where Jerry Golf thrives at. And I, and you know what? You know what? Why are you looking at me all sideways and everything? We're gonna have a first-hand look at this whole with this whole debate come this come this weekend. Yes. This Absolutely. weekend, Dak, Dak Prescott Absolutely. against Jerry Goff. Yes. So, yeah, bring so we'll, we'll, bring we'll, we'll revisit this whole thing, this whole discussion a, a, after this weekend. Well, I think it's, since we're in New York, Jay-Z once said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So, Jerry Goff, last four weeks, you look at what he's done. 11 TDs, six turnovers. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, MVP, the last eight, nine weeks of the season. Dak Prescott has thrown the third most TDs in the red zone of any quarterback. That's mm-hmm. 22 of them. Mm-hmm. First QB to throw for 30 touchdowns this season. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott mm-hmm. keeps playing and getting better and better and better every week. Go Who ahead. Are you as public? Well, in, in case you did not know, y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. This Kate. man is a Cowboys fan. Go now, ahead. he is right, though. Brian is right. The answer is Dak. I, from just strictly player and the skill set, I think why we've seen the Cowboys offense – sort of have this turnaround since the season started is because Dak's legs. I wish they he would use those more. I wish that, that it's that 
I feel like that, that element of his game is what makes him special. Now, to your point about Jared Goff, I spoke to Taylor Decker this year when they played, I think, heading into the Ravens game, which they did get bludgeoned in. Mm-hmm. But heading into that game, he talked about how Jared Goff literally sent to Detroit. Taylor Decker, a lifer in Detroit, mm-hmm. sent there as a cast-off. Sent there, his career was over. People wanted to malign him. And what we're seeing now is Jared Goff having this career resurrection, which is wonderful to see. I think this season, to your point about Dak, MVP type of season, the numbers that he's putting up, up until a few weeks ago, Dak was the clear favorite as far as the MVP Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. But... Again, still, we th- with both of these quarterbacks, there's a lot more to see, a lot more questions to be answered on both sides because the turnovers with Goff this year has been an issue. Mm-hmm. And also Dak yeah. not being able – and this team not being able to yeah. beat good teams on the road, Brian, mm-hmm. yes. is an issue. Yeah. So we will – we going to see. Well, here's the, here's, the, here's, here's, see. here's the interesting thing. I think with Detroit, I think they have the second most rushing yards than anybody. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why, one of the main reasons why Jared Goff has been so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Only behind Baltimore, I think, is Detroit. Mm-hmm. Because Gibbs and Montgomery two, have been, two backs have been yeah, outstanding. Headed towards yeah. is, is this a must-win, you think, for the Cowboys? Considering, look, they haven't – obviously, they haven't lost no. at home. But now, all of a sudden, they get another playoff team coming in there, and they haven't fared well against teams that are having oh, winning my, records. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a must-win uh, because even if they do win, what does it prove to us, right? You know, our question marks about Dallas is the fact that they can't win on the road against, say, an opponent that has a quarterback that can defend itself on the other side. Really why, if you, if you want to make a case for why it's a must-win, it's because that number one seed is still available because I believe San Francisco lose to the Rams, mm. you know, because they always play them well in week 18. But, you know, getting back to, like, the quarterback debate and who you will take, you know, oddly enough, you know, a playoff, you know, your playoff record is a quarterback stat, but it's a team result. Right, so like when you think about it, it's not the fact that Dak hasn't been holding up his end of the bargain on the offensive side of the ball. It's that this defense suddenly yeah. can't stop the run. Yeah. So no matter what, you talk about on the other side though, you talk about the Detroit Lions. They don't have a guy outside of Aiden Hutchinson. They can't get big stops. They can't rush the passer. So it could be a short-lived, you know, type of uh, result for them in the playoffs as well. We know what that what, what, what playoff football is all about. Packing your run game and your defense. The Lions have the most suspect defense out of all the teams that's going to be in the tournament. The, the interesting thing with the Cowboys have been having issues on that left tackle spot, though, with Tyron Smith and those guys being out. So that's been a, a big problem for them. But if you go to the Lions, that's what they do best is run the football. And if you're Dallas, you got to show that you can stop a team that can bludgeon you running the football. You talking about language yeah. there, but listen – I, I feel like we've seen we've seen Dak put up stats. We've seen mm-hmm. Dak Prescott put up stats plenty of times before. At the end of the day, I need man. Listen, you at home against a good team in the Detroit Lions. We know you Jekyll and Hyde. If you don't go out here and beat Detroit at home, now the narrative is going to be okay. Going to the postseason. This Dallas Cowboys team ain't doing anything mm. because now the one thing we've talked about how they play good at home, mm. if that get destroyed yeah. psychologically for Dallas, you in a, you in a bad spot. Because you're, you're talking about a playoff team that they, they yeah. might see down the road. Somebody's exactly. getting upset. Somebody's going to yeah. get upset first round of playoffs. It happens every year. Mm-hmm. But where Dallas sits right now, they'll be going to Tampa. So I don't know if you want to improve your, your, your um, status because you'd much rather have that as your number one. If you got to go on a row, I'd rather go against Tampa than any other team in that division. Okay, we'll see what happens here. 
My New Year's resolution is I am going to make the commitment to conning Stephen A into getting me more free dinners at high-end New York City restaurants. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Let's get back to Denver where Sean Payton announced that the team has made the decision to bench Russell Wilson for the final two games of the season in favor of Jared Stenham. Adam Schefter reporting the team likely to release Wilson in the offseason. Here's why Sean Payton says the move was made. I can't replace the entire offensive line. I can't bring in five new receivers. And and, it, and if it continues over a period of time, then there'll be another guy here talking to you as well. I can just assure you one thing. I'm just interested in winning. Oh, that was Nathan. Okay, Bart, so what do you think likely destination for Russ next season? I mean, uh, Miss, yeah, I, I, would, I was going to say dance with the stars. You know I mean, I, I, I mean I'm, I'm trying to be funny, but I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm, I'm truthful. I just don't know if Russell Wilson is made of the type of stuff to kind of get gutter, get gangster, get gritty all over again, right? I don't know after having this prestigious career, this high-profile, high-profile relationship, if he can go back to the basics and go fight for something all over again at the age of 35. I don't know if he's built to that. Only he knows how much he loves football because it's going to be about restoring his reputation more about than securing another bag, right? We talk about Russ Inc. I don't know if that's good for business for him to go out and, and do the Baker Mayfield route. I mean, people talk about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield never hit the heights that Russell Wilson has hit. The only We never saw Phillip Rivers be a backup. You know, we, we see guys of, of his resume and his stature go on and have high-profile jobs. I just don't know if he's made of that. So that's why I say he's more likely to be with Dancing with the Stars or being on, on, on a pregame show than he does in going out and actually playing for another NFL team. Keep on, what do you think? 
Honestly, all the, the QB needy teams that you can think of, Commanders, Falcons, you can name them all. I would say Falcons only because, what was it, a couple years ago, they were all in on Deshaun Watson. Literally all in on Deshaun Watson until the Cleveland Browns said, oh no, we're paying him 230 million guaranteed. Um, and the Falcons have not, despite having Desmond Ritter, despite the Taylor Heineke back and forth Ritter situation, Marcus they Mario, still they did that. They still need somebody. Um, Commanders, I just don't. I think this this is piggybacks off Bart's point, which is I don't know if Russell is going to want to go to a team to compete or or take a backup job because if he wants to take a backup job, he can go a lot of places. But if he wants to go to a team, let's say the Steelers, like, okay, you think they're kind of a win-now team, right? I'm only going to go the Steelers. Like, I think that's a special situation. I don't know. I don't like that fit personality-wise. I don't like the Tomlin-Russell, that locker room fit. It's he, not – Man, he's too, he, he's too suburban. He's not going to work. It, it, so, uh, so, again, a lot of these teams are rebuilds. A lot of these teams – I think you have to plug Russell into a, sister, a, a team that's built to win now. And I don't know the Built to Win Now teams if he's a good fit for them personality. What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, you know, I had said the Atlanta Falcons because I think that um, the pieces that they have offensively, obviously talk about Kyle Pitts, B. John Bichon. Robinson, Drake London. Mm -hmm. They got three guys that were drafted in the top ten. So they got talent down there, pretty good offensive line. But I'm going to go back to the conversation we had actually on Get Up this morning. What I said is that, I think this whole thing is going to be about how much Russ really loves football mm. because we're now in a situation where Russ is not going to be in Denver, but he's going to be – he's guaranteed regardless of all this stuff. What is it, $39 million? Yep. $39 million. Mm -hmm. He can just sit on his behind for a whole year and collect $39 million. Or do you want to get it out of mud and go somewhere where you're not, you may not even be um, named the guy? You may have to compete with a draft pick, another veteran, for the starting quarterback position. So that's the, that's the real question to, that I have for Russ Wilson. Like, okay, what now? Do you really love the game of football? Do you really want to go somewhere and kind of reestablish yourself where you're not, you don't have this massive contract oh, and you have $39 million coming, at to you, coming to you uh, next season regardless? That, to me, is the real question that relates to Russell And that's a question Wilson. that every athlete, Damian Bart, you can speak to this, mm -hmm. has to sort of be confronted with. When you are not the guy anymore at your position, when you are not playing at the standard that you once held, you, your height, mm -hmm. You have to sort of rebrand yourself emotionally, intellectually, and say, I'm not that dude, but, but can I be just one of the guys? Can I be just a never decent been player? Never one of the guys. He's never well, been I mean, can I, can I be a role. decent player? Can I yeah. just be – do I have to be the guy? And a lot of players have a hard time, especially a quarterback, even when they haven't been on teams for a you know long time, understanding you know that. I have, you know I have a problem. You know what I, I think I have a problem with that is because most, most – most elite athletes, once you start declining, you're like, this is I can't, I can't be average. When right. I when I know I've played at this level and I can't play at that level yeah. anymore, it's time for me to go. That's why this whole thing for me is a question of, well, how how bad does Russell Wilson love the game of football? But would he want to so, go out like But this? how about this? It's based, guys based, based, off, based off of that, because there's a number of teams as you talk about, hey, the Vikings, even the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of teams that could, could Patriots, use a quarterback. But based off of what you just said there, 
I remember a couple of seasons ago when he made that trade. We're like, whoa, we Russell's thought, going there. Man, you know, the finishing piece. This, this is the finishing piece. Peak. What has this done to his legacy? Because we thought he was on his way well, to the like Hall that. of Fame. Well, I think it's taking a sledgehammer to his legacy. I mean, think about this. You know, I'm going to tell you the exact moment where I'm like, it's a wrap for that. Is when, De- when Denver traded, when, uh, when Seattle traded Russ to Denver, and then Geno came in and had better stats than Russell did in the mm-hmm. exact same system. That, to me, told me everything I need here. Use a lot of times, man, like, who goes out there and deals with franchise quarterbacks? You don't you unless don't, you know you, something. Yeah, I'm right. Exactly. You don't trade away franchise quarterbacks unless you got you see it every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Think about it. Pete Carroll was watching this every yeah. single day. And he knew he like, all right, I'm gonna trade you away. We gonna we can live with I'm gonna ride it out with Gino. And they're Gino. not just living. With, with, they are thri- they're, they're, they're not thriving. just living, they're, they're thriving. Thriving, right. Like, like they they are living, thriving in this Gino world, and Russell Wilson is over here in Denver and, just, and now about to be cast off again. But what does well, it do to well, us? Like I mean, I I thought that he was on the outside looking in, right? Because I thought that if he'd have won that Super Bowl, the one with Beast Mode, quarterback. Two Super Bowls, Super Bowls yep. automatically goes in, right? Mm-hmm. So it left a void in his resume. He still had work to do, like showing that he can be as effective with a new team and he can elevate another franchise. You know, and, and we were kind of having this argument on, on Get Up. And what we were talking about, what I was talking about is, you know, to me, he's Joe Flacco. And everybody at first glance, they laugh at it. Well, what, well, what does the numbers say? The numbers say Joe Flacco threw for 43,000 and ticking, right, 627 yards. You know, Russell Wilson, 43,653, right? We talk about, you know, both are Super Bowl winners. Joe Flacco's a Super Bowl MVP. Joe Flacco, we talk about his playoff record. I think it's very similar there. We would never mention Joe Flacco in the Hall of Fame. But sometimes, you know, when you think about we don't really understand the, the full scope. Pete Carroll knew something because he was protecting Russell Wilson. We heard, you know, all the rumblings from the Legion of Boom and what they said. And, you know, we, we give them a lot of credit for the success of Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson was never able to do it once the Legion of Boom was dissolved. So I think his, his, his uh, Hall of Fame resume, I think, is void and, and, and empty. But, it, it's funny that you say Pete Carroll was protecting him because in the end, it was Russell Wilson who was trying to get Pete Carroll out of Seattle. I think this traded. comes down to – is Russell okay with his story ending like this? Yeah. Or is Russell going to be the writer of his own story? He's got the pen. He can dictate how go- – he said – he tweeted, God's got me. Mm-hmm. So how he chooses to move from now on, mm-hmm. that will dictate what kind of career he ultimately ends up. Because he could have a Baker – he could have a Joe Flacco, Baker, Mayfield resurgence where he may not be the guy but is supplanted into that position. It's- Again – I don't see that happening. It has but to be a can't. perfect situation. The story has to go perfectly for that to happen. I just don't yeah. know what environment that is because a lot comes with Russell. Remember, he's never been known as a good locker room guy. He's a guy that isolates himself, and I doubt if he goes to a different place, they're going to give him his own office, right? We talk about everything that comes with the production of Russell, Inc. So I don't know if somebody wants to put up with that knowing that Maybe the juice may not like be worth that. the squeeze. Maybe he can learn. Maybe he'll be different. Yeah. It, oh, he'd get gut, gutter like Rocky going back and fighting with Apollo Creed or something like that. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. That's what we're talking about. We're going to Philly to go ahead. Yeah. Nick, I want to throw my right arm. Yeah, yeah, maybe right. he can. We'll see. We'll see if he got that gut in. We will see. S.A., whatever you want to call him, okay? He's always coming with the Mr. T. I pity the fool because I wear a gold chain, okay? So my New Year's resolution, okay, is to make sure every single time I come on first date, 
and I'm on set, then I'm gonna be suited and booted with a tie. So my New Year's resolution is no more gold chains when it comes down to Big Perk being on first take. Carry on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. First take live from beautiful Arizona. We get you set for Super Bowl 57. When Doggy tells us why he's mad, it is something to behold. What am I mad about? He makes 40 million a year! Disrespect me like that! For Coach Prime and what he's been able to do is nothing short of a miracle. Oh, Molly! Don't do him like that, Molly! We truly believe in what's inside that locker room. All oh, you recruits out there, baby, you know you're hot fan. <laughs> Live from Savannah State, this is Shannon's alma mater. Boy, does your school love you. If I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't say thank you enough. Thank you, because you made it possible. Where you are, myself, people like Michael Strahan, we attended, graduated from an HBCU. Right. You can get to anywhere from an HBCU. And don't let nobody tell you you can't. Love those road shows. You know, we gotta we gotta get this road show to, to Hampton University. That's what we gotta get that road Let show. Let me guess where someone <laughs> went to school. Hampton University. We gotta take this thing to Hampton University and that crowd will be off the chain. All right, let's get back to our football talk and let's talk about Josh Allen. He is having himself a career year. He's passed for 27 touchdowns this season. He's run for another 13. Also has accounted for over 3,700 yards passing. Good for six in the league. This Sunday, he'll face the Patriots and head coach Bill Bell check and some flattering comparison when talking about Josh Allen. Take a listen. Just kind of like Brady. I mean, once Brady got to a certain point there in 03, that's pretty much the way it was the rest of his career. Wasn't really like that in 02. It wasn't like that in 01. Certainly wasn't like that in 2000. But like once he got to a certain point there about the midseason of the 03 season and then in the playoffs and then from then on, it was, you know, his level of performance and play and consistency was at the very top of the league. Once those quarterbacks, usually when they get to that point, then they're able to sustain it. Sometimes you just don't know what the growth pattern's going to be. I was going to tell you, that's high praise from Bill. Usually he would just say, hey, good player, does this, does that, whatever. 
But he banana in the tailpipe. He went every time. Let me tell you, every time. Not saying that's not true, but every time we would talk to him before a Jets game, he'd be like, "Oh, the Jets are they're great players. Yeah, yeah. he's a fantastic guy." That's it. But he went on there, Damon. What do you think? What's the ceiling think for Josh Allen, or has he even reached it? No, listen. I think Josh Allen's a hall. I think he's on. He has a Hall of Fame trajectory. Mm. I think he has that type of skill set. I mean, listen, we, we, you know, and just uh, let me go back to what Bill was talking about. I think there's a lot of truth in that. Obviously, we talked about the trade for Stephon Diggs, kind of propelled Josh Allen to a whole different level. That's what you're supposed to do with a, with a lot of young quarterbacks. But it's just when you see that type of skill set coming to the league with Josh Allen, the, the, the size, the arm, the, the athletic ability, and I think most importantly, man, just the way the organization developed him. And Bill is right. Once you get to that type of – that level – you usually can sustain that bar and injury. You usually can sustain that for a long period of time. And Josh Allen is one of the rare dual-threat quarterbacks that we have in our game. I know we talk about turnovers. Trust me, I've been one of the guys that talked about the turnovers with yeah. Josh Allen. But I will also say as it relates to turnovers, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing because you're, you're essentially taking away who he is as a, as a player. He's like a Ferrari. He's like a, that, that, that wild horse. That's the type of guy that you want out there playing the game of football. So I do think when it's all said and done, Josh Allen is going to be one of the he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. What's hey, Mar- the face? I know. What's the let, face, Bart? Let, let me get to, let me get to the mad rapper. Why are you always mad, son? Oh no, no, because I was listening. I was you know you know it's one thing to hear, it's nothing to listen. Ooh. So I was trying to internalize what he was saying. Ooh. And when 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 I see him, I don't see Tom Brady. I see you know Brett Favre because he's reckless with the ball. And I think you know he still has a lot of a little bit of evolving to do because you know in this league windows open and they close. And we're seeing the closing of this window. They have to try and get it done this year in a, in a weaker uh, division. You know, he can go out and be a guy like Phillip Rivers when you think about a guy that put up gaudy numbers for a long time but never won anything. Because understand the environment in which Josh Allen finds himself in. He's in Buffalo. And this is not a place where free agents are beating down the door. So, you know, I understand. Oh, yes, free agents go to play with guys like that. I understand that. that, but for how long when you have other options? If you look at what Lamar Jackson is doing this year, right? Lamar Jackson was reckless with his body because he would go out and he put himself in harm's way. Like, I get nervous sometimes when I see Josh Allen. I'm also watching Cam Newton. It was a supernova. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was magnificent to watch, but it ended short. And Sean McDermott had a front row seat to that because he still, you know, you can't let a guy be himself. You notice Lamar Jackson, he scrambles to throw now. And he only runs to be special when he has to be. Josh Allen has to understand that he has the team's you know, future in his hands and his health is vital, right? I just worry about him taking these big hits when he goes Josh Allen mode and starts to say, I'm going to be the best best athlete out here and running guys over. But, but, I will, but I will say this, though. If you watch since they, since they fired their OC and Joe, Joe Brady, yeah. the way they play offense is different. But they're running the ball. Right, right. they're yeah. using James Cook. They're realizing Cook. James, James Cook is, is actually a pretty James good Cook. running but, back. But when things go bad, guys like that always revert to who they are. And by nature, he's a risk taker. Okay. But he's okay. also, he, okay. he's also okay. a supernova okay. at quarterback. Yes, okay. Okay. supernovas are beautiful, but they don't last long. Okay. Just ask Cam Newton, MVP of the league. Be the voice of reason. No, uh, the ceiling for Josh Allen is 100% a Super Bowl a Super Bowl MVP, and Hall of Fame. That's the ceiling. He is that talented of a guy. What's reality? What will, what will stop him is roster construction. Because Bill's Mafia got mad at me early in the season because I said Josh tends to turn the ball over. Um, and 
this window is closing with this current team as it's currently constructed. That does not mean that the, the window is closed on Josh Allen's career. But these Bills, who are good enough to win now, that window is closing because you see a lot of guys on defense, they're getting older, they, they're not going to keep them. However, Josh, to think that Josh Allen can't accomplish these things is just crazy. It really will be... Can they can they continue to build around him, mm-hmm. knowing that you're gonna have to pay him? That's you know, it. You know what I go back to when the question was asked to Joe Burrow, "What's your window?" As my long, career. In my but career, but as long as I'm, as long as I'm playing, the window is open. It's just, to it's me, the but that's, that's it's the same thing with Josh Allen. As long as Josh Allen is is on is on the field. Their Buffalo Bills window is open. Pe- it's a question of ceiling. What but is he capable of doing? Being a Hall of Famer. Right. right. That's, that's it. That's, that's what we're that's saying. That's, that's what, what we're saying. saying. We're but not predicting that in his career he's going to win five. I don't know. Not I'm not Miss Cleo. What? I don't know. But that's what I'm saying because look at what he has to face. So if you're giving one to Josh Allen, who are you taking one from? Taking one from Lamar? Taking one from Joe? Taking one from Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm just saying they all, to me, they're all, like, like it goes back. It's almost like the, the conversation of, you know, game manager versus, you know, oh, game change. Don't start game that change. again. No, I'm, don't start that, that again. No, but Josh Allen. We Josh, had another Josh, podcast Allen, Josh Allen is one of probably like four quarterbacks in this league that are legit yeah. game changing mm-hmm. type players, guys that can literally lift an organization on their back. So, back. But the window is closing because Gabe Davis on is this, be afraid. On this version. Right, right, right. On this of the Bills. And, and you don't just rebuild that window in one or two years. Oh, right? you they, can. Oh, you nah, can. Nah. Well, yeah, you they're going to use high for your Von Miller. You can. You, when, you general, have the, when you have the quarterback position fi- figured out, it makes it a whole lot easier to and build around that. The, the 49ers are a great example of a team that's able to year after year. It's because they got a cheap quarterback. Jimmy, Jimmy G was cheap. He wasn't high over the market. This guy set the bar. So when you do that, you have to start. Listen, when they pay you that money, me and Woody both experiences. You got you got to start saying, okay, what teammates you want to cut? When you got that big contract, you don't you think there were that, iterations of the Indianapolis Colts when when, yeah. when Peyton Man was yeah. there? Like, they, yeah, see, but how you many, go, how many you, you go through the, you yes. go through that. Like you have you know, but when you have the quarterback position solved. That's the biggest piece of the puzzle. Yes, but you also have to hit on the other positions. I well, that's the, it goes back to what Kimberly said, the organization. Really you got to be able to draft. Real estate is location, location, location. And you talk I'm about not trying to be snowed in three months out of the I year. I hear, you. I, know, I, hear, I hear about that. With Josh Allen. Not what I can go play with Lamar Jackson. <laughs> or I can go play with Tua Tungvaloa, no state taxes. There's a lot of places I'd rather I mean, go listen, before you get to that Buffalo list. Von Miller went to go play with Josh Allen yeah. in Buffalo. There you go. By the way, you talked about Cam Newton. How about this? Fourth straight season that he's had 40 combined passing, rushing TDs. He is three TDs away from joining Cam Newton, the Supernova. only player in NFL history to throw for 30 TDs, rush for 10 TDs. He did that in 2015. He was MVP. Can, can he yeah. dominate when his body fails him? That's the difference. When your body fails, you can't go with your It hadn't happened yet. So we'll, we'll we'll find out. It happened right. to us all. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. 
Hey, welcome back to First Take. Oh, look who's watching. Take a look at this on X. Uh, what the heck am I seeing on First Take? Damian Woody finally dressed decently. No, he did uh, no. Lee A, you know what comes sitting in that chair, right? Uh, if you don't, you better ask somebody. And Bart Scott, that Dancing with the Stars destination. That Wakanda forever. <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> hilarious. Y'all making me proud, peeps. I got my eyes on you, so Stephen A watching. Uh, uh, look, first of all, look, first of all, first of all let me sit up Come on, come on Bishop. Come on, Bishop. Dress this thing. Yeah. Stephen A, if you haven't, since you've been running from me the past couple, Ooh. couple, you know, Weeks, Ooh, we would have known how I've been stepping up in this studio. Has so anytime you're ready, come see me back at this table, mm. okay? Because no, I got a, I got a New Year's card. resolution yeah. for you as well. Uh, okay, uh, let's get to some bold celebrations Ooh. on that note real quick. Uh, how about West Virginia? After their win over Carolina, their head coach, Neil Brown, got doused in mayo. That's oh. disgusting. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, USC's head coach, Lincoln Riley, Riley bathed in eggnog after their win at their, uh, of Louisville. Absolutely Which one? Which one's worse? Give me the eggnog, man. Give me yeah. something runny. Don't get yeah. that old sticky goopy stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give me the eggnog. Ain't no, way, or ain't no way in hell I'm doing mayo. Give yeah. me the eggnog, man. Queen, what do you think? No, mayo's disgusting. Yeah. No, you not go, doing it. Go with the eggnog. Mm -hmm. I love you know, it. If you're going to douse me with some eggnog, put some brandy in it. Yeah. Coquito. Coquito. The wasabi bowl from Fenway. Up next. Thanks.